folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports. And I'll use my computer and just go in here. And I'm going to check. Okay. There it is. What's for dinner? Kai, what's for dinner? A lot of microphone movement. He said he didn't want to hear that shit. Is it? Is this Kai's debut, man? I think so. I think so. Big ups to Kai. Yeah. He says he, he doesn't want to hear that, that shit. He wants that mic so bad, he oh, keeps yeah. reaching for it. Oh, yeah. He's like hitting buttons that are taking down the brand, all of that. This man's trying to run his own show. Big time. He said he was here. He was told that he was here because uh, somebody with actual talent from the Northeast was going to be here. You know, he's going to storm off in complete protest and anger. But with that said, say see you later. Say bye-bye. That's a good way. Later, later, buddy. Boom, boom. All right, we'll see you later. Kids are cool. Kids are cool. I feel like I just threw him on the ground. He just started crawling away. We've got a couple (laughs) of them in the house right now, actually. They're eating dinner. Parks in Little Bay. Hey, you want to bring on our special guest all the way from... Austin area. Get him on here already. It's the other Dave, the cooler Dave. Everybody's favorite Dave. The internet's own. (laughs) What up, friends? What up, Deej? Nothing. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. The the camera or the shot isn't being very generous, but are you beamed up? Man, just a couple guys, thousands yeah. of miles apart, riding the same wave. It's crazy. Bean bong, you know? Love to see it. <laughs> Love to see it. You just want to go ahead and flick that logo for us? Okay. What? Yeah. I'm, oh, I guess he's never heard that before. It makes sense. Not real original. <laughs> are you, DJ, are you in relation to um, LL? Cool J? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. We're both, yeah, uh, yeah that's. I, I produced a couple of his records. He's a good guy. I actually gave him some pointers when he hosted um, one of the awards shows he hosted. They didn't ask him back. It was because of the pointers. But LL's a nice guy. Good, good person to have cool, in the van. Yeah. Doesn't he have some writing cred on your uh, on Vineyard Nights? Yeah. I mean, actually, this is funny. Uh, when Kendrick said, I can dig rapping, but a writer with the uh, – a rapper with a ghostwriter, what the hell happened? He's talking about VN and LL's contributions. <laughs> I did not know that. That's interesting trivia. Yeah, it was on, I was at, yeah, it was I was referenced on King Kunta like eight years before Vineyard Nights was even thought of. So Kendrick's good. Dude, he's spitting. That, that's yeah. very cool. Well Deej, what's what's new in your world, man? Nothing. I appreciate being on here. Um, I, it sounds very guesty to be like, I really respect your work and blah, blah, blah. But like, for real, I listen to Circling Back and Too Much Dip all the time now. I don't, I'm, I don't listen to podcasts, but every now and then, one will catch my heart for like a year and a half. And Isn't probably, that, uh, I don't know, when do we join you guys? I feel like we're approaching a year anniversary. Yeah, we're coming right? up on a year. A year's a coming up. That, Early I was like, I should be boning up on uh, on this network. 
and I'm just locked all the way into circling back. Very much appreciated the uh, the argument that you guys had on the last episode. I'm never losing that argument. You know that. I, I yeah, I, I'm confident you win that argument, which is cool. But I like that. Thank you. I mean, Dave Dave gave up pretty quickly and saw that Pete was was available. Yeah, Dave. So he he's him. lukewarm on you. Don't don't let him fool you. Hey, back to um, back to you respecting um, what we do. How much more do you respect our content after you saw our elevator video that I, I assume going viral by now? It was incredible. Really funny stuff. Well, I didn't um, I didn't actually see it organically. It was sent to me in a group text. It was a family thing. It was LL Cool J sent along okay. and it was like, you guys on this? And he noted, he was like, you guys aren't the bad boys anymore. It's taken. And after seeing that content, I mean, y'all were lightly roughhousing, shoving each other a little bit, holding the football, checking all the boxes. We were were goofing. That was that was a good time. It was gang shit. I mean, it was very, uh, it was menacing, but in a flirty way. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we do, man. That's actually not my favorite recent post of yours. I uh, I loved the Dave Bing Bong one, but seeing the clip of Dave talking about uh, fuck, I forget whose ass he was talking about. Oh, uh, Jeff Bezos talking oh, about yeah. his booty or dumper. I forget what he said, but it was a dumper. seeing the clips before you see the episode always make it a lot funnier. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. And Dave's a funny guy, man. You guys should put out the clips like after you record the podcast, you should put out clips and then just sit on the episode for like a week or two so you can get as much of those funny moments as possible. Just I don't hate that. Let it, let it marinate a little bit. Just from from one podcast guy to another, just a little, little tip that that we found helps us maintain I mean, our, it's not like we'll be uh, any further behind on any of the trends. So, you know, what's another six days? What? Good point. <laughs> really fair point. Um, DJ, before we jump into the show, can you give us your parlay story? And I, I didn't I meant to text you to see if you were serious because that that, that was not fun. No, it wasn't. That's the real thing that happened. Um, I I was I'm, I'm a Chargers guy. Right there. Phil Rivers, the GOAT. Large like the Chargers, the whole team. Your shit looks like you're 14. Uh, are are, are you fan. one of his children, or how did you become a, a fan of Philip Rivers and the Chargers? And honestly, uh, I'm so, I, this is going to be very weird. I have a, a very deep affinity for the 2004 draft. Love the 2004 NFL draft. So many Miami Hurricanes, so many receivers, so many quarterbacks. J.P. Lossman won in the first round for some reason. Whole mess. But my favorite player in that draft was Philip Rivers. I thought he was going to be the best of that quarterback class. And when all the shit went down with Eli not wanting to go to the Chargers and the Chargers taking him anyway and the Giants take Philip Rivers, I was like, you know what? I like Jeremy Shockey. I can get down with the, the, the Giants. Maybe I'll be like a quasi-Giants fan. And then that trade happened. And the Chargers absolutely fleeced the Giants in that trade because they ended up getting the pick that turned into Sean Merriman. They got Nate Kading out of that deal. Crazy. Just absolutely destroyed them. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to be a quasi thing. I'm just going to 
be a weirdo that just adds a new team midlife. And I, so I love the Chargers. And the, the, they're, you do that? What you got? That's much like my Jaguars fandom. It came on uh, as a result of the opposite occurrence. I was a Bucks fan from like youth until 2000 and maybe 14. I, mean, I don't remember the year when they draft, they traded up in the second round to draft Robert Aguayo out of Florida State oh, yeah. kicker who was notably terrible. I don't even make, think made it into the next year on their roster uh, and may have not made another team as an active kicker. Uh, so at that point, when they drafted him and then fired Lovey Smith, I was like, you know what? I'm out. The very next year, the Jags drafted Miles Jack and Jalen Ramsey. And I was like, you know what? That seems like a good route to go. And I was all in from that point on. I mean, if you're upset with the team's drafting, famously, the team to transition to is the Jaguars because they didn't take Matt Jones, the uh, quarterback. Gunslinger. In the first round. To be a receiver, and then he was like, yo, I love cocaine, and then just, like, didn't play in the NFL. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm just, like, a Chargers guy, and I was obsessed with the scenario that uh, you. I'm sure you guys know about, like, the nightmare scenario for the NFL last week, where if the Jaguars upset the Colts, then mm-hmm. the, the game that had been flexed to Sunday Night Football, both of those teams could just take knees all night, and... Honestly, I, I was like, put every show that I was doing during the week, I was like, we have to talk about this because it could happen. The Colts are weird enough, and the Jaguars beat the Bills, so who knows? Maybe something ends up happening here. And then one of my friends said a friend of his had found, like, crazy odds on that parlay. And the odds weren't even too, too crazy. Like, the, the, the person I know of that did the parlay put down, like, $117 to win $300,000 or something like that it would have been insane. But I was like, I'm going to jump on it because I actually do think that it's plausible, especially given that Brandon Staley is like the <laughs> ultimate odds nerd. Yeah. So if they went into that game and all they needed was a tie, I totally could have seen Brandon Staley like fucking begging the Raiders to just tie the game. So I put 50 bucks on it and I put it in two $25 bets in case something happened and there ended up being some sort of cash out option. So I watched that game with Pete and had an absolute meltdown the entire time. And the whole time I was just constantly like updating. How could it be tied? Like when the Chargers fell down 12 in the fourth quarter, it seemed like it was over, but I was like, no, 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 no. They're not going to score on their next drive. And then if they give up a field goal, then it's a 15 point game. Super easy. So, I mean, that, that, that overtime and that fourth quarter, all those fourth downs were, Fucking insane. But yeah, I would have won $18,544. Instead, I lost uh, $50. $50 plus probably some sort of service fee. <laughs> well, uh, I'm envious of uh, the lost money, even if it isn't your money. Um, I don't want to dwell too much on the national title. I don't think there's a ton that, you know, we're going to break news here. Um did you watch any of the mega cast or any of the alternate presentations of the national title? All right. So the national title famously was played on Monday, Sunday. I watched a football game that uh, gave me severe uh, anxiety and stress and really had my heart pounding. So I did not sleep at all after the chargers and Raiders game. (laughs) So Monday, my sleeping was a mess. I went to work in the morning. Then I was sleeping on and off throughout the day. I just woke, I don't know, even know when or what I was doing. I just woke up 
at 10.45, and it was the fourth quarter of the national title game. So I saw the fourth quarter. I, well, I feel like you saw the part. I mean, it was a good game. Yeah, again, there's my breaking hot sports opinion. I bring it up only to say that uh, while I did not pull audio, so this won't play well in a like video-based podcast, whatever the hell we want to call this, Jimbo Fisher can't speak English. And I don't know if he's like leaning into it because he's at Texas A&M or because he's in a room full of coaches, you know, who also, you know, probably like me have brain damage. I don't know. That might be mean, whatever, <laughs> whatever. But it was unintelligible. I don't, I don't know if they'll ever run it back with one team again, but go out, find the audio on your own. It's terrible. Man, I can't believe that that wasn't compelling television. <laughs> <laughs> that Jimbo Fisher. The, the thing that made it that coaches cast kind of great in the past was that it was, uh, you know, six coaches or whatever that kind of, they had worked together in some capacity in the past, at least knew each other and they would bust each other's balls and stuff. This was just, it was just weird. It was uncomfortable. It was honestly uncomfortable. I, I watched it for about 10 minutes. Damn, they should call timeout right there, man. Yeah, man. I know it went out of bounds. <laughs> Funny to see what they have right here. That's actually the audio. That wasn't even me. I was just trying the to thing, sync up. The thing with that is like whenever there's some sort of, um, awkward like thing that's supposed to be fun. The way to fix it in any production is to just add music underneath, and it's not weird. Like I remember that show. Uh, not that it was awkward, but when that show uh, High Noon started on mm-hmm. ESPN, like right off the bat, they just played music the whole time, and I was like, "Yo, this is like the bumper lanes of." putting on anything where people talk. I love this move. I wish everybody did it. That way no one would ever be able to detect if there was like nothing really going on on a show. But if you do that with sports, then you don't have the game audio anymore. So it'd be hilarious if they just like pulled out all the stops to make it seem as uncomfortable as possible. (laughs) And in doing that, just like pushed the game out of the picture completely. They need the uncomfortable live DJ in the background. Who's the whole time spinning records, but they just don't, they just leave it low until they need to like push the uh, the level up a little bit. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, um, with all that said, DJ, I don't know if you've, you've been aware of our ongoing season long bet for dip picks where, you know, we do a novel thing in which we pick games each week, but as it stands, yeah, real, real, <laughs> real unique thought here as it stands right now, everybody who loses to the guest is a loser because we were so narcissistic by we, I mean, I so narcissistic to think there's no way that a rotating stream of guests would out pick all three of us. And in fact, that's exactly what's happened. Uh, and we're behind by quite a bit. And the bet payoff for anyone who loses is to have truck nuts on their vehicle for 30 days. I acquired one pair. They're very shiny Glass. and very gold, thinking that, again, only one person at most would lose. Uh, I've yet to re-smash the uh, order button. Uh, before we jump into this week's picks, I will ask Dylan and David if they have thought of any potential bet payoffs or buyouts uh, if they are not last place, completely last place. Actually, yeah, uh, and I think Dylan will co-sign this. Um, and we we actually, we, Dylan and I got out in front of it and did it yesterday. It was our elevator uh, TikTok. And, uh, <laughs> turns out, like, if we lose, we're good. We just, we just preemptively performed, so we're good. Oh. Well, I mean, I had so much, I had so much fun doing that video. It's, that's that is absolutely not punishment for me. I'm 
I have to admit it. <laughs> but um, I mean, imagine KJ. Imagining KJ do that is is pretty. It's a pretty good image. Uh, the, I'm so glad KJ wasn't there for that because I looked tiny next to like Dylan and Randy for some reason. If KJ had been in there, like <laughs> that's a problem for me. <laughs> What is there an elevator in this building? I've, obviously, there has to be for ADA purposes, yeah. but like I've never seen it, I guess. Um, okay, well, a TikTok was on the list, although I was thinking a TikTok dance. DJ, not to put you on the spot here, but have you heard of any fantasy bet payoffs that are, you know, not cliche enough at this point that we might consider as an option here? Um, yes. Well, no, <laughs> but this is something that I've always wanted to make somebody do. Okay. And whenever someone's like, Ooh, what would be a good day or whatever? Like I always suggest this. And to my knowledge, no one has ever done it, but, uh, lo- loser for a day has to respond to every email they receive with lowercase proper punctuation. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> So just, that's actually incredible. Sever a number of business ties and personal ties. <laughs> okay. How would how would you prove that you actually follow like follow through on that though? That's hard well, to pull off. That, so you give the person your password and they get to see and <laughs> okay, okay. Care that everything's that's above board. <laughs> Don't care. I, I I would almost be more willing to throw out dippy tat uh <laughs> prior to uh, replying don't care to a bunch of random doctors. <laughs> every I used to do, like, I, I feel like back in the day, I used to tweet, like, every now and then, like, hey, hey, for the next hour, respond to all your emails with don't care. <laughs> and it's, like, for real, like, zero engagement. Zero RT, zero likes, zero responses. There's, like, a quote tweet, but it's from somebody that I've muted, so I can't see what it says, but they're probably saying, I hate this guy. Mm. <laughs> Not enough of the mouth there. <laughs> Uh, even, uh, I think I saw the headline that waffle house is going like takeout only for the time being. So like even that bet payoff is off the table. I did see somebody on some media outlet talk about, uh, you've got to stay in a seven 11 for like 12 hours and do scratch offs. And every scratch off that you win earns you like 20 bucks and you've got to either get to like $200 or stay there for 12 hours basically. And so it's like, okay, do I want to keep burning my own money on scratch offs or just ride it out? So that might be an option. Who knows? Can we, can we acknowledge how cute the scene is over here right now, by the way? Mega. Absolute yeah, mega bomb. Yeah. DJ, um, <laughs> I was trying to find that tweet, and instead I just found uh, one that says, uh, I'm going to see System of a Down next time they're around, and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> From twenty seventeen. Oh wow! That's can I guess when that tweet was sent? That that's got some like twenty seventeen energy to it. Correct. Accurate, very accurate. Whoa, that's I mean no, that that's like some real. Uh, I don't care who knows it is. No offense to anyone who says stuff like that, but I feel like now would be considered a little trite. No, I mean <laughs> it's a little trite for Twitter. <laughs> I hey, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Well, uh, with all that said, let's dive into the picks. Maybe Parks can help uh, Dylan out and pick some of these games. Who knows? Although Dylan put his, he put his picks in this week. So let's dive in. I don't think there are any explicit words in the preview here. Oh, I got to turn this back up. There we go. There it is. Oh, seriously? So gross. Dip picks. 
as it stands right now. Total season score, I am at 88 points. The guests are in first place at 117 points. Dylan at 103. I'm sorry, at 102. David at 103. All games are one point with the exception of a big boy stack. Given that we're running down into the playoffs, I've pretty much added in a couple over-unders to fill us out with eight games in one big boy stack each week. We can now do the Dylan and double down on a game without any shame. So let's get started. Saturday, Raiders, Bengals, Bengals favored by five. David. Uh, man, I like the Raiders. I think they keep it close. I'm, I'm kind of <clears> in <throat> on this thing right now. I, I, they're my sexy pick. Although, you know, I'm a Bengals boy. You know, I'm Team Burrow. Even though he's not as hot as Herbert, I'm still, I'm still a fan. But I, I think the Bengals win. Raiders keep it close. Dylan? Yeah, they're just um, kind of just bootstrapping it, man. After all the the stuff they've been through this season, they're just kind of you know it's like there's like a lunch pail team right now. Um, <laughs> I got I have faith in that that dork quarterback that the plays for them. I'm I'm all over the Raiders. Excuse me, we call him a rich man's Mac Jones. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I don't hate that. I um, I know that I I did not have a glowing review of Joe Burrow's face and physique, but I think the Bengals get it done at home. Give me the Bengals to cover the five points. DJ. Give me the Raiders. I don't know if you guys saw last week, but they were just tormenting the right side of the Chargers offensive line. And the Bengals still kind of trash on the offensive line. They had a, very good draft and taking uh, Jamar Chase, but Jesus, for them to trade down in the second round when there were good tackles on the board, like I think that the Raiders' pass rush is can be monstrous, was last week, and I think that they're going to give Burrow a hard time. And I also think like, they're, they're just a feel-good story. They, I, I will admit I am pulling for them, even though they just ruined my life. <laughs> Patriots at Bills. Uh, Bills are favored by four as of uh, earlier today. It's the evening game on Saturday. Dylan. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Patriots here. Um, I don't have a great reason for it other than, um, of course, that's Deej's team. Deej, I can't figure out if you like <laughs> Mac Jones or you absolutely hate Mac Jones. Um, I hate him. <laughs> do you, though? You've been Sorry, him- just choking on tea. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Patriots. I think I think they're going to absolutely cover. All right. Um, you know, I'm just going to be real original and stick with the home team here again. Give me the Bills to cover. Shout out to Emmanuel Sanders. Maybe not as much Cole Beasley. Give me the Bills. DJ. Give me the Bills to cover. I would be crazy about this if it were – a three-point spread. Patriots play teams close. Like, this could be a Belichick does something or McVay does something because McVay is such a freak when it comes to the Patriots, and he really is his own worst enemy when he plays the Patriots because he's so obsessed with Bill Belichick and hates him so very much. McDermott. But Mac Jones last time he played in Buffalo. I mean, you guys saw the Patriots legitimately did not let him play and we can get to the, uh, what is it? The BBS, the big boy stack, 
the big boy stack for me involves this game. But uh, to answer the Mac Jones thing, I just think that we all thought the same thing about Mac Jones, which was like, he doesn't really have any particular skills. He's probably a smart enough guy. Give him good receivers. He'll be okay. And then, and this is what people in Boston were saying. And then the Patriots drafted him because all because Fields and him fell. They never moved up to get him. They just sat there and took him when he was there. And everyone was like, oh, man, no. Like, Mac Jones is, like, there's, like, some Brady qualities there. <laughs> and respectfully, come on. So I'm I'm waiting for Mac Jones to be good before I say he's good, and he's just not yet. David, I gotta fade the guest. Ooh. The guest is the guest is DJ. Not on. I'm going. I'm going with the Patriots. I don't feel great about it. I need some. I need some hijinks. DJ, you're very. You might be our most persuasive guest. You have like the some of the best football reasoning I've heard <laughs> as it from a guest. Not that. Not that, you know, other charm is the word you're looking for, but yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. I know, so I don't feel good fading <laughs> you, but uh, I'm going to have to do it to him. I'll remind you that we've had both uh, Pete Blackburn and Jake Kemp on as well. So, you know, no offense to those two, you're coming out on top, DJ. Okay, Ooh. you could have you just not brought that up. You know, I'm a fan <laughs> of both of their work. Pete can be persuasive. Sometimes he'll go like this. <laughs> <laughs> that boy's strong. All right, uh, we have... Patriots bills over under set at 44 DJ. You're leading us off on this. Okay. Say, uh, we are doing what is our oh, Patriots bills over under 44. Yes. Give me the under. I think that Patriots are going to be running a lot. So I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I don't, I, I see longer drives. I don't see Mac Jones, whom I like a lot, but I don't see him uh, doing much damage in the air. And I don't see Josh Allen absolutely dominating the way that he did the last game against the Patriots. I think that conditions affect him more, which isn't great for someone who plays in Buffalo, but I think that he'll have a tough go of it too. So give me the under. David. Ooh, this is tough. The, 44. God, this is enticing. I am going to, I've got to fade the guest. I'm going, I'm an overboy right now. Um, Mac Jones is going to go out there and sling it like he does. <laughs> Mac Jones shit, man. To all those Just wide like receivers. In Alabama. <laughs> all those names I can name. Dylan, who do you have over under? <laughs> um, I have the over. Um, weather Buffalo it's supposed to be very cold but I think no precipitation um I think they're gonna throw it around the yard a little bit and then they're gonna hit that over no sleeting um I'm gonna go over only on the grounds that I think both Josh Allen and Mac Jones but mostly Josh Allen given that he played at Wyoming uh, are disappointed with season four of Yellowstone and he's going out to avenge that during this game Eagles at Bucks. Bucks are favored by eight and a half Sunday at noon. David. Just topical KJ. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm uh, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I've officially put the Bucks on upset alert. Ooh. <laughs> okay. They're on upset alert. I'm not saying my BBS is Eagles money line. That would be loco. Wouldn't make any sense to do such a thing, but I'm taking the Eagles here. I think – I think uh, I think you can move the ball on them. I think Hertz can uh, give them some problems. Dylan, 
Yeah, I um I'm also on the Eagles here. Um Mike Evans is their only receiver at this point, I think, and I don't even think he's healthy. Um Bucks do win, but not by not by nine points. Hmm. Give me the Bucks. No real reason except for I think Nick Sirianni, you know, turns back into the pumpkin that is Nick Sirianni. That's that's you know. The Eagles wins aren't that impressive. Give me the Bucks. DJ. People forget the Bucks looked like shit in the wild card round last year against the old footballs. And Braden looked great. And really, <laughs> that was kind of the beginning of oh, Brady kind of has to get carried to the Super Bowl where he was awesome in the Super Bowl. So shout out that guy. Some would call him the GOAT. Um, <laughs> but I think that given them being bereft at receiver, and I'll tell you what, of all of the Bucks receivers, the one to be left with being Mike Evans kind of sucks because Mike Evans is, if he's got to do it all himself, he's probably going to take a lot of offensive pass interference penalties because mm-hmm. that's Mike Evans' favorite thing to do. So <laughs> I don't feel great about the Bucks. They still win this game, but I don't, I don't know if it'll be handily. So give me the Eagles. Love it. Okay, Niners at them Cowboys. Cowboys favored by three at home. Dylan. Yeah, a lot of talk has been made about uh, this being a poor matchup for the boys. I don't care. Um, contain Debo Samuel. I know that's easier said than done, but I, I think the boys win this one um, by close to 10 points. Uh, not too worried about it. In fact, this might even be my big boy stack. We'll, we'll mm. see about it here. Whoa. Wow. 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 Um, some are saying this could be the last game that Jimmy Garoppolo plays for the 49ers. I think I'm one of them. Give me the Cowboys as well. Uh, DJ. Playoffs are where they separate the men from the boys. <laughs> and the Cowboys might be boys. But the 49 ah, oh, fuck. I was going to say the Niners are only nine. So maybe <laughs> the Cowboys are older boys. But, but then 40 I of them. said their full name and realized they're the 49ers. So the 49ers famously have a little more experience than the Cowboys. And they just beat the Rams on the road. So I could see the 49ers winning this game outright. That's my intelligent take. So Good analysis, Dave. Uh, David. We done, boys. All right. Um, I don't, I mean, can, I, can I, for the record, just say that I don't feel completely great about it? Oh, well, you can tell us while we're it's answering boys. over under. How about that? Who names their team boys? <laughs> uh, Amazon hit series. There we go. More topical information from <laughs> pop culture KJ today. Um, 49ers Cowboys over under is 50.5. I don't remember who started. I think I am up. Give me the under. Uh, I think the Niners try to run the ball a ton. Give me the under. Uh, DJ. I'm also going under, although I am a little wary. Didn't the Cowboys put up a 51 (laughs) burger against the Eagles last week? They did that themselves, but give give me the under here. That was Eggles. Uh, and I don't even know who was playing. Uh, David. Oops. And I was all ready to mash that button, that under button. I had my, my hand ready to just mash it. But then I heard what my man DJ did. Ooh. And I, I got I to gotta bust a bitch here. I got to fade 
I'm going over. That fit, those 51 points against the Eagles, uh, that really got – look, it gave him some confidence. Uh, KJ, it even gave him some momentum going into the playoffs, dare I say. It Shit. will be the last 50-point game that Dak Prescott's a part of. With Dave. Ezekiel, with Ezekiel Elliott in the background. How about I, I caption it as that? Dave, that's such a good point because <laughs> you do you want to be playing your best football mm-hmm. this time of year. <laughs> Correct. Oh, there you go. This dude gets it. Bing bong. Oh, that's a that was that's a sharp pick. Uh, let's good. see. Steelers at Chiefs. Speaking of playing your best football at this time of the year, Chiefs are favored by twelve and a half. Facing the diehard kid, Ben Roethlisberger. DJ, who do you have? That spread's just too big. And I know that the Chiefs can beat anybody by 40 as long as they feel like it, but that spread's too big. Give me, in 2022, betting on the Steelers to win a playoff game against Patrick Mahomes. All they got to do is cover. All they got to do is cover. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. To be competitive in a playoff game, I mean. (laughs) David. Um, this is so. This is a weird one. Uh, I've been, I've been uh, predicting the demise of the Steelers for like the last three weeks, and um, I think most people have. It's not exactly a, a hot take, but um, twelve and a half is a lot. I'm going to go with the Steelers. They are not, however, the Chiefs are not, however, on upset alert. An upset alert has not been issued for the Kansas City Metro. Fair, fair. Uh, let's see. I'm just double checking the weather. You said Steelers as well. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yes. Chiefs. I'm sorry. Uh, Dylan, you've got Chiefs. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, the Ben Roethlisberger farewell, farewell tour has been fun. Uh, made the playoffs against all odds. It's been real, Ben. Uh, but th- this ends in, in a fiery, fiery crash. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs big. Violent. Um, Wrong game. Yeah, I know. Cedric Benson level of references here. Uh, okay. Hold on, man. Oh, dude. What? Dude. The man died. Oh. It was a motorcycle oh, connection. It was a motorcycle joke. This was strictly for the motorcycle fishing Um Shout out to <laughs> shout out to her family. How about that? Uh, Steelers at Chiefs. Chiefs favored by 12 and a half. Give me Patrick Mahomes at home. Uh, I'm going to regret this. I don't feel good about it. Uh, <laughs> lastly, Cardinals at Rams. I think I went out of order earlier. So, Dylan, I think you're up first. Rams are favored by three and a half on a fucking Monday night. Old man me does not like this Monday night playoff game bullshit. So, whatever. Yeah, I'll keep I'll keep it quick here. Um, that hook is what was uh, selling it for me here. I don't have a good a good feel for this game, but I do think the cards keep it pretty close. If not, went out right. Um, I think that Matt Stafford, who, if you don't know, went to high school with uh, Clayton Kershaw. Uh, Correct. I think he throws several interceptions, and the Cardinals win this pretty comfortably. Wow. Yeah. Uh, DJ. Stafford's had a way of bouncing back from shittiness this year, and the Cardinals have lost four or five including the finale to the Seahawks. Don't feel great about them. Feel better about the Rams than I do about the Cardinals. So give me, give me the Rams. David. Um, 
Will this be Cliff Kingsbury's last game? Nobody's saying that. <laughs> oh, it's not, no one's saying that. Like, but he, he's saying that in like a, no one's saying that. As in like way. he could have a coronary event in mid game and this is his last game. I'm not, I am not suggesting that he's going to have a coronary event mid game. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that. But what I'm saying is I don't think, I think the Rams, I like the Rams. Okay. Okay. Cardinals, I don't think the Cardinals aren't that good. Ask Dallas. Correct. Dallas isn't that good. <laughs> people are people are sleeping on the, the the Rams. I don't know how we got to this point where the, the Rams, I feel, are like the most slept on team in the NFL. Fair. I feel like that's the way people feel about the Chiefs this season. Like they forgot that they're still the Chiefs. Right. Um yeah. all right. And let's wrap it up with big boy stacks. David, you want to start us off? I don't, but I will. Um, Unnecessary bell, but it was at the, it was at the ready. Whatever. Sometimes you got to live Moss, KJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, big boy stack here. This one's not on the page. I'm gonna stick with the uh, Cardinals Rams game, and I'm gonna go the over unders 49 and a half, and I'm going to take. I'm going to take the over. Thanks. Big boy stack. Lock it in. You said 41 and a half. That's it. 49. Oh, 49. 49. Okay. Okay. Uh, over. Correct. Yes, sir. Sorry. I'm writing, listening, doing all of the above. Dylan, big boy stack. Yeah. I, I Earlier I said I might go with the boys here. Um, that would have been a heart pick. My brain, is, however, is telling me the Eagles absolutely keep this one close. And I got to ride with the Eagles here. Big boy, lock it in. Eagles plus 8.5. Boom, boom. There we go. All right. Um, in an effort to fade, I don't. I think I picked first and I went with the Chiefs, but like my head for my big boy stacks all night long was with the Steelers. So I'm not going to screw myself there. Uh, I'm going to back up to my Patriots bills over and double down there. Over 44 Patriots at bills. There we go. DJ, bring it home. Is anybody else, and I'm going last, so mm-hmm. there's not much suspense in this, but is anybody else picking an over for a player who is questionable? Or is it just me? Damian Harris has been question, is questionable with a hamstring, hasn't played a ton the last two weeks, is questionable for this game, and I'm taking the over 55 and a half rushing yards for him because I think that the Patriots game plan is just going to be as much Harris, as much Ramondre Stevenson as possible. And that's what worked for them when they won that Monday night football game. So they'll try to do it again. Give me over 55 and a half rush yards for Dan Harris. If he's announced out before the game actually kicks off, would you can we give you a like a contingency pick here? They're saying no. No, okay. we can't, Dylan. I think I'm just trying to keep it one hundred over here. I would say you just improve the odds a little sweeten the odds a little bit. So or maybe like lower it. If he's announced out, it'd be like, all right, you had over fifty five and a half, but that was when you thought he was playing. He's out now. We'll give you over thirty five and a half. <laughs> Fair cool. enough. Fair. Very fair. Well, 
We'll give you, should we give him over on how many uh, sideline shots he makes it in? Like camera features, like how many times they show him on the sideline because yeah. he can't play? I'll like, even ooh, s- quarterbacks having a bad game sure could use their good running back. You know, if Something he's like if that. he's announced out prior to the game, we may substitute this with whoever their starting running back, the first running back to start in the first play. Love that. In that position. So yeah, we'll basically that. Harris or Amandre Stevenson over 55 and a half yards, that is... Correct. Correct. All right. Well, with that said, DJ, we can't thank you enough for everything uh, and hopefully terrible picks. We would really love that. Uh, With that said, let's uh, GTFOH or whatever, you know, that acronym should be. Let me pull this up and uh, say goodbye. Let's blade soon, DJ. Oh, we're going to do it. I live to blade. (laughs) Blade to live. There we go. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. And apparently hot sauce.